What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay authenticity guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Volume. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is the evening of Wednesday, April 12th. We've been watching the play-in games the last couple of days. We're excited to talk to you about them. As always, we're coming to you live on Amazon AMP. Episode will be up everywhere else uh, after we're done recording, so thanks for listening wherever you are. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by the inimitable Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. I don't even know what the fuck that word means, but... <laughs> hey, everybody, how's it, it going? Inimitable, in, right? Oh, like, unimitatable. Un- okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I know what it can, is. Yeah, okay, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. That's a lot of eyes and inimitable. But anyway... LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's that, Bubba's? I'm Cardi B, aka Mike. Motherfucking Mike. <laughs> I'm uh motherfucking Mike. Um, I'm podcasting from where all podcasts come from. We are staying uh, with my mom uh, in Washington, so I am I am recording on my mom's sew- sewing table <laughs> at my mom's house. You're in your mom's basement, bro. Come in on, my D. mom's guest room, guest slash crafts room. Uh, <laughs> That's fire. She's living good. A crafts. I'm in here with God. the. I'm in here with the loom so and the sewing machine. <laughs> Fire. I love it for Doing it. a little weaving. Fellow Hoka wearer, too. You know yes, what I mean? The Hoka Alliance strong with my mom That's and John. Yes. Y'all saw the new Hokas, though. Y'all saw them? <laughs> Y'all saw them? Hey, them shit kind of, they, they, they figured it out a little bit. They ain't there yet, though. Yeah, my mom gave me one of the, you should listen to your friends about the Hokas, so... Uh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Honestly, though, bro, I'm just trying to save niggas' yeah, joints. We'll bro. get there. We ain't, we ain't got to live like that. You know what I mean? All right. Um, hook the fucking playing games to my veins. These games have been awesome. Like I said, we're recording Wednesday night. We got four. We're four games in. We've seen the sevens versus the eights, and the nines versus the tens. Obviously, on Friday, a um, couple of games left to decide those eight seeds. But these games have been fucking great. 
I I mean, even the Lakers game, which was horrible, was still a great finish. As horrible as it was, it was still an overtime game. <laughs> but it, I, it, it, it was one of those games that was so bad that you're like, the payoff kind of was like, okay, so finally all this dumb shit makes sense, I suppose, right? <laughs> like, we finally got here. It was some bullshit. Like, I tweeted, bro, that game felt like when Waze tries to direct you out of a parking lot. Like, turn left, then turn right. Turn left, then turn right. The whole fucking game, dog. It was, it was the, it was one of the dumbest fucking games I ever saw in my life. It was, it was a hundred percent actually won because they both were trying to lose more than the other. You know what I mean? It made no fucking sense to me. Like, the, like the, the the type of mistakes that are made. It felt like like you're watching a fucking like like you know a rec league eighth grade team playing you know what i'm saying it was ridiculous the spurs did not score for the last half of the fourth quarter until the foul with 0.1 seconds left <laughs> and they still had to the lakers still had to go to overtime with them there were 31 total points scored in the fourth quarter i don't know the last time that shit happened <laughs> but that is not the playoffs that we have been promised anymore Bro, when when I was gonna say when we ahead. when we saw that that quote unquote what would have been the game winner when there was point one seconds left, I was like, some dumb is still gonna happen. <laughs> this shit is not over. I fucking knew it was not gonna end on a non dumb note. And then we got that fucking ridiculous foul on AD. So yeah, it was just a dumbass game. And like I said, there's no real good feeling. That comes out of that. You don't feel like the Lakers showed you anything. You don't feel like the Timberwolves showed you anything. The worst thing to be is like a Timberwolves fan who was like, bro, that was a game where we tried to outdumb each other and we came out the dumbest. You know, <laughs> now we got to play with our season on the line tomorrow. I knew something dumb was going to happen when I saw the picture of them both going, sheesh. I'm oh, like, both no, doing the, ice the in my universe veins. is not going to allow that. The last time we saw that was against the fucking Suns. And we the won Andre eight Drummond games Lee. in the last two yeah. years after that shit. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> so I knew that I knew it was going to be a wrap, bro. But come on. I'm like, bro, like I tweeted, <laughs> it's 9.43 p.m. I'm 40. Bro, I was so tired of seeing these niggas be stupid. <laughs> I was so tired. You're going to make me watch five more minutes of this dumb shit? You know what I'm saying? I think I've had my fill of idiocy. Okay? You know what I mean? It was ridiculous, man. Like, dog, we, 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 we wanted this matchup from jump. As soon as the trade happened, we wanted these fucking Grizzlies. Gentlemen, sweet baby. We out of there at five, dog. <laughs> well, I ain't lying to myself I wanna, anymore. I wanna, After seeing that shit, that was a rec league I watched. Rec leagues don't win. Rec league teams don't win chips. Okay? It's not happening. We're, we're, we're going to get – I want to talk about that series and what you think of the Lakers' chances. But I, did, I do just want to say exactly – you're so right. Watching this Lakers team at this point is like trying to teach your kids simple first-grade concepts that they're not understanding. You're just like, what – is so fucking hard about figuring out where the apostrophe goes. Like, just no, don't dude, foul don't them. Pass it to ones. the other player with the other color on <laughs> on the team, bro. Two timeouts in the fourth quarter. They turn the ball over in like three minutes after a timeout, bro. Inbounds, and those play inbounds play. that kept getting picked inbounds off. Like, what the fuck play. was that? In bro, and 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 and, and, and if you're pa in inbounds play from half court, that's a, you're starting a fast break for the other team. <laughs> You know what I mean? You might as well you might as well cherry pick the other nigga. You feel me? It's just crazy. Bro, at one point the, the wolves are sitting cat and ant 
and Mike Conley got open threes on three consecutive possessions. That's the only dude who can score the basketball. That's the only dude they're trying to get the ball to. And you are somehow letting two passes give that man an ass-naked fucking three-point attempt. I was just no. like, I was literally stomping in my mom's fucking living room. Like, I was dealing with a toddler that would not let me change his diaper. It was just so fucking offensive <laughs> no gobert no mcdaniels no anthony edwards who are keeping it a stack that nigga might as well have just set the whole game bro i hate to see it as good as he is he had a great game the game before but he was not there and we still barely barely squoze a win out <laughs> you feel what i'm saying nigga <laughs> the disgusting disgusting display of basketball okay. bro so, so here okay, okay. till 9 45 10 o'clock at so night so here's my oh. question till one o'clock in the morning east coast time motherfuckers were staying up that's Jesus. how much they hated the they lakers were, that's how much they hated were, the lakers yeah. they were watching people that game like, at 12 40 in the morning hoping for bad news for lebron james <laughs> people would send me up like bro you got the easy schedule on the Pacific time, bro. We over here watching this sneaker at 1 a.m., okay? <laughs> bro, we have no pity for you, dog. Shit. All right, so. Couldn't imagine. The, uh, sticking with the elementary school theme, the Lakers are like the hologram folder that when you look at it from this side, it's Mario holding a coin. And when you look at it from this side, it's Mario throwing a fireball. On the one hand, they're the stupidest team in the NBA. They should have lost that game. They're not good. They're, they don't try hard defensively. They give up easily. They turn the ball over at stupid moments. Their best player, sometimes, I mean, LeBron James sometimes looks like he could not possibly be less interested in being in a game with them. That's the one side. You look at it from the other side. They have the best record in the West since the All-Star break. They have been playing statistically incredible defense. We mentioned Ant obviously wasn't in the game. He hasn't been able to do anything against the Lakers. Right. So there's a side over here where you're like, this is what we this is what we wanted. You said this is what we've been wanting for three months. They get the seven seed. They play the Grizzlies. Unfortunately, as it turns out, Steven Adams is not going to be available to play in the series. That's everything that a Lakers fan would have told you they wanted. But I don't know which side of the hologram fucking folder I'm looking at right now because I don't feel good about it, even though this is what I wanted to wake up on April 12th with which is the Lakers as a seventh seed facing the Grizzlies. So which Lakers team are they in your guys' opinion? Um, I think they might be good enough to get past the Grizzlies. I do not know how shit is going to shake out for them after that. You know, like, like I was telling you in the group chat, bro, I think I'm out because the, the, the effort on defense and the stupidity on defense, it just feels like too, too high of a, uh, of a hill to climb, bro. Like they, they showed a stat that said, like 27 22 out of 27 of minnesota's makes were assisted on like bro like that's it's the minnesota timberwolves it's not the fucking 2017 warriors if you are giving Showtime up lakers right, if you're giving up that many buckets on assists your your rotations are shitty you're losing guy you're losing your assignments which we saw dudes just fucking slashing to the bucket wide open and you know um i'm um, getting buckets and shit so bro i just you know, there's a part of me that that thinks that sometimes we overthink playoff basketball, and sometimes you just gotta say, "Bro, this is this is the best duo in the series. They're gonna win this series." And I think that might be the case with with them in Memphis. But you know, once once it it becomes, you know, when when we get you know deeper in the playoffs and it becomes a legit chess game, and you got you know you're gonna go up against duos like fucking you know Book and KD or the fucking Warriors or whatever, I just don't see them getting past that. Yeah, 
I think the one thing Grizzlies are young, so they could get into an out dumb off too. Mm-hmm. And we, you know what I'm saying? But like, bro, like I just, I just, what what bothers me is there, it's it's a it's a mental laziness. You know what I mean? Like just complete lapses. You can't have lapses in playoff games. You know what I mean? You can't have those type of lapses defensively. And it and it's and it's not like oh that's a bad pass. No, this is a bad five minutes of basketball. Right. This is a bad quarter. You know what I'm saying? And and the way they were playing before, like you know those must win games, even if they didn't couldn't like squeeze the game out, it seemed like they were trying. There was a certain amount of effort, bro. You know what I'm saying? If you lose this game, at best you're playing the fucking Denver Nuggets. You are not ready to play the fucking Denver no, Nuggets right, right now. You are going the fuck home, bro. And you don't you don't and you don't get up for that. You know what and I'm you're saying? Playing and, you're, you're, right, exa- and you're playing for a week off. And you're playing for a week off. You're right. Exactly. And you got and you got Brian's ass who was fucking gassed by the end of that game, too. You know what I'm saying? You you need that shit. Your best players are, you know, injury prone and old. You know what I'm saying? You need that fucking week off. Let's keep it a stack. I'm keeping, you know what I mean? But it's like, bro, man, like I I just, I just, I'm not confident enough to say that this team can beat. A the number two seed in the West right now. I'm just not, bro. And it's just, and it's just because of it's not because they don't have the talent. They do have some really good players. It's just like this team doesn't seem like they have the mental, like you know, stamina to play a full four quarters in a seven series. You know, in a seven game series. So I'll I'll, I'll, I'll build the op- opposite case. I think that they are a team that, for better or worse, and there's been some worse. They're a team that is going to do just enough to get by. And I don't think that the Grizzlies are good enough to necessarily punish them. I do think some of what we've seen over the last week where we've talked about some of the frustrating lapses and effort issues is I think that they're fucking gassed. Like it does burn a certain amount of energy to know for the last month of the season, we got to win every fucking game, you know, every minute matters. And so I think that the best possible, the NBA did them a huge favor as the schedule has come out. They will play the Grizzlies on Sunday, and then they will not play again until Wednesday, which means that from the Tuesday play-in to game two, they have one game in the span of a week after a four-day rest, which I think could end up making a huge difference. But there are a lot of moments from that game on Tuesday where I would disagree with everything I'm saying right now, and I just choose to say the goal was to be the seventh seed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they got to the seventh seed, <laughs> and you know we'll see what happens. <laughs> I was envious of the Dallas Mavericks fans. <laughs> I'm like, bro, they had it right, bro. Just quit, nigga. <laughs> just if we going if we just gonna go out here and play this brand of basketball, y'all niggas should have quit three weeks ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, my nerves would have been normal. I wouldn't be yelling in a fucking play-in game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bro, like, bro, just if you're gonna play this bad, just quit, nigga. Let's 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 go and watch the teams that actually want to be in the fucking playoffs. Um Hawks Heat was the other Tuesday night game. Uh Hawks win to claim the seventh seed, uh, and they will get the Celtics. Um I, I don't have a ton Smacked. to say about this. Yeah. I don't have a ton to say about this <laughs> game other than I had not seen a Heat game recently, but um John old the uh, old film grinder Jenkins over there had told us on the last episode. That this was not a typical Eric Spolster team, not a typical Heat team. And after watching that game, I just want to salute you and say you are absolutely fucking right. I don't know, like I've never seen a team that has a character be more out of character from what I expected to see than the Heat were. They just look like, bro. They have, like I said, they have. You know, they defensively they're they not they're not the same, and they have like no identity offensively. 
Like, I don't know who's supposed to do what. And before, like, you knew, like, exactly, you know, what to expect from them. I don't think they know what to expect from each other night after night. You know what I'm saying? And watching them, it's like, it's just, it, it seems like they're they're not the, if nothing else, a Spolster team is a team. And they, this and this squad doesn't feel like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally yeah. agree. I've, I've always said that I keep my, like, judgment on Jimmy Butler reserved until the playoffs happen because regardless of how lackluster he might have looked during the regular season, he turns into like a top five dude in the world in the postseason. Um, I think we might be coming up on the end of that, bro. I think it, it it might be time to, you know, realize that Jimmy just might be on the decline here, man. Yeah. I, and the, He's and had a decent season though, right? I mean, he's when decent, I watch him, decent, but. Yeah, I mean, he's been playing solid, but like that team just and they have some talent, bro. I'm looking at when I look at that team, I'm like, they're not a bad team. Same with these, like, I know the the uh they just got put out, but the New Orleans we'll talk about them. You know, like there's some teams that I'm watching, like these are some good squads, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they're a player away from being really good. But, but, but there's yeah. a really sad moment when um, Udonis Haslam is doing. I mean, how many times have we seen the? Maybe that's just it for the Heat, man. Maybe it's just stale at this point, you know. Which, which happens happens with great coaches, happens with with the front offices, whatever. But like Udonis Haslam is giving that same speech we've seen him give the last six seven years in the huddle, and dudes just weren't even. Aware that he was talking, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> they were just so completely checked out, and it was like, uh, all right, let, let, let me just go ahead and, <laughs> and make plans to not watch them lose to the Bulls on Friday. <laughs> bro, have y'all watched Hawks games this year? Yes. Have y'all I, watched them? Yes, a couple. A couple. Have y'all, like, this? it's something uh, I, I, with Trey. It doesn't seem like he has that same magic he once had. You know what I'm saying? Am I tripping? I like, I, you I know, mean, has the league caught up to him defensively or I, something? Like, it just doesn't. I mean, ahead, uh, Sean's reported that there's word that he's on the block. Like, the Hawks put out there, give us some calls about him. So, I don't know. I man. saw that. I saw that. They were talking about it yesterday in the yeah. game, dude. But I'm just, I'm, in the games you've watched, I'm just like, Trey's a great player. He's a great player. But, like, that that same magic we saw, like, you know, in the last, what, four years? I haven't, you know, I, I'm not really, I'm, I'm, of the games I've watched, I haven't watched a bunch of them. I don't. I don't have that feeling, like that fear of Trey bombing it, like when you, you know, you knew it was going in, even if it wasn't. You know what I mean? It's like, nah, that's I, I, I you know, I, I have no confidence in yeah. that. Confidence in that this year while watching him. Uh, Maybe it doesn't seem like he doesn't have the same confidence either. Um, let's talk about tonight's games. Uh, the Bulls Raptors game. Uh, Demar Derozan homecoming in Toronto. Uh, an absolute delight. <laughs> <laughs> to watch Dr. DeRozan <laughs> become a superstar on the playoff level, just sitting below the basket, screaming at the Raptors, who go on to miss eighteen free throws in a Jeez. National Basketball Association game. Um, I'm prepared to give Baby Girl DeRozan a hundred percent of the credit for this performance. <laughs> she was sensational and genuinely. <laughs> I don't know if they started pointing the ambient mic at her or what, but she was loud as fuck because I could hear her I all the way over on the here. camera. Right, right. I could hear her through the TV. You know what I mean? I don't know. We need. I need her at every game. I need her to become. I need. I need when the when the Bulls get eliminated. I need her in in LA rooting against whoever the Lakers are playing at that point in time. Dude, Siakam is so good too, but. Yeah. Just on the free throw line, just I mean them them free throws he missed. Like he made the first one, he missed the second one. You knew he's gonna blow the third one. You know what I'm saying? He hadn't shot from the free throw line well that game. 
close game too that makes a big difference. You got to be able to count on the guy to be able to hit those free throws. And you had the guy at the line goes one for three to tie the game. Come on, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that Raptors team, that's the one team in the play-in where I'm like, uh, they're, you know, the we Bulls team, I'm like, if they had Lonzo, if they had, we, I, yeah, I don't need to see these guys. You mm. know what I mean? If the Bulls had Lonzo, you know, if you hadn't been, you know, hurt the entire right. season, which is the weirdest shit. And, you know, I hope, he, I hope they figure that out because he's been so good prior to this injury. But, like, you know, yeah, like, if the Bulls had Lonzo, they're solid. They're, they're fun to watch. But that Raptors team, I don't know, you know. But anyway, yeah. but the Siakam, that was that was wild to see the guy at the line. And you know he his booty was puckered up, bro. He could cr- <laughs> he could he could crunch a fucking Coors can in his in, you know what I mean? <laughs> Turn it into mist. You know what I mean? With them with that booty with them booty cheeks, dog. Lemon booty is bro, Ab- absolutely Bomani shut says. down by an elementary school aged uh girl. <laughs> Just oh, yeah. screaming she was in his head. She was she was all in his head, bro. She had him shook up. You feel me? Um, I like Siakam too. Let's talk about the 9-10 game that did speak for the playing game because both these teams needed some kind of a um, some kind of action in the playoffs based on how they played tonight. Really, really fun game between uh, the Thunder and the Pelicans. Um, I love this game. A bunch of lead changes down the stretch. Definitely got a good good look at you know young up and coming stars. Um, bummed out, you know the Zion still out, and we'll just hope that. Uh. Next season is the one where it happens. Uh, but my main question for y'all after watching Josh Giddy have a great performance is, are Australians white? <laughs> Mike, you Italian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ain't white. You Italian to me. <laughs> Australians say white. They Australian, nigga. You feel what I'm saying? It, I mean, it, it depends. They got, they got a, a wild history over there, yes. too. I guess it depends on, you know, I guess it depends on the Aussie. I feel like Giddy is not the type of white, you know what I'm saying, that we wouldn't fuck yeah. with. Giddy has Giddy has good vibes. He's a good yeah. vibe white. You know what I mean? Yeah, like when he caught that gut shot from Richardson and he wanted to smoke. I I believed wholeheartedly he wanted to see that man. I did not think those were theatrics that like your standard Minnesota white would pull off. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that those were that that man was was legit wanting to see Richardson about that. Aussies are a different type of white. Um, they are you know I think fighting isn't a big deal to them. Like you know, nope. it's 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 just something to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so yeah, they're they're, they're like a white, but they're like a a different white, a, so, a, so, a, a, yeah. a, a fucking um blooming onion white, if you will. <laughs> okay, someone told me Australians are like like redneck white people if the Confederacy had never existed. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I like Giddy though. I'm always surprised when I watch him play. Like. I know he balls. I saw him in summer league. Every time I've seen him hoop, he's a hooper. But it's always surprised. Like, this motherfucker really like that. Every time I see this white, you know, off white guy play. You know what I mean? <laughs> the blooming onion white. white. Every time. <laughs> right, right. Every time I see him play, man. Great game though, bro. That was a fun ass game to watch. Yeah. Yes. It was and it's crazy to see, like, remember, dude, it was like a quarter of the season in, and this same uh Pelicans team. Had just, you know, there was, we were arguing, people were arguing online about Zion booming on the fucking Suns because we're taking the number one spot from them. You know, like, dude, they have a player that can get, you know, that can get them from the, was it the ninth seed? I mean, they're the, I think they're, they're ninth. Yeah. To, you know, in that top four for sure that just can't be healthy, that just can't stay healthy. I don't, like, what's, are we going to ever see Zion be the player we thought he was going to be? Like, I, I, at this point, I'm worried about that. Like, 
because he just can't stay healthy. But he's so so good. He's this is not the this is not a normal guy where he's not a bust. He's just as good as we all thought he was. He just can't stay on the court though, and it's I, I don't know how they're gonna figure this out. Yeah, I mean, I guess the one good thing to take here from here is it's not like they, these are like career debilitating injuries that he's had right like there's no like achilles tear or anything here right like right. like like he's been out you know for the last few months with a hamstring and he said himself like you know i've i, I think i'm ready to go but i physically don't feel like I, I mentally don't feel like i'm i'm there yet right he was like you know i'm gonna be second guessing myself and this is a high stakes game i don't want to you know put my guys at a disadvantage with that and i mean for that particular situation i get that you, you know, I, I saw that quote. I was like, "Bro, fucking man up!" Twitter is going to kill this man for that. But I felt which is which is which is what happened. I respect which is what happened. Yeah, Skip Bayless but I respect talking, it. Yes, I respect saying yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. But but something that that bro rehab is mental as well. If you're not there mentally, you're not for ready sure. to go either. You know what I'm saying? That's for a sure. part of the process too. So I'm not mad at Zion at all for that. But like I said, I, I hope we can see him stay healthy, man, because he was on fire this season. He was yeah, kind of he was. So I think uh, to me, John, to answer your question, I I wouldn't um, write anything off uh, before next season. You know, I think having Mm -hmm. it's been so up and down. I think having an offseason where, you know, like you said, he's ready, but mentally he's not ready to jump straight into a playoff game, which I think makes sense that 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 could be bad in a variety of ways, physically and image and, you know, uh, emotions wise. But I think, you know, take the offseason, hopefully he stays healthy, hopefully he's in great shape, comes in next year, and, and and is able to have a pretty healthy season. And if not, then at that point you've piled up enough seasons where you're kind of like, I don't know, it's a li- it becomes a little bit yeah. of a fool me three times, you know, if he can't play next year. But but uh, yeah. I'll keep my fingers crossed. He's so much fun to watch. Um, we need I didn't him. even hear that quote y'all talking about. Yeah. I was just watching them, and I see Zion on the bench, and I'm thinking about like, you know, first quarter of the season, how good he w- he's been when he's been available, right. how good they were when he was available. And they have some really, really good pieces. And I'm like, damn, you know, I would love to see this team. I mean, th- what we saw tonight, like that, that, it seems like a really good basketball team. You know what I mean? I, 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 it was good basketball that we watched. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, if it was with Zion, they're so good. And I just hate that we haven't seen them play. And I, I'm not... I don't think he's like, like I said, I don't think he's a bust or anything. I'm not, I'm not questioning that. I'm just like, you know, I'm wondering, yo, is Zion, is this going to be something we constantly deal with with Zion? I know, I know Steph had these issues early on. I know Bron had back issues early on too and figured them out as well. So I hope they can figure them out too. So, but I mean, he's missed more games, way more games than I think the both of them. So uh, maybe Steph was Steph. He was missing a lot of games, but I, I, I know for more. For sure, more than Brian, but we'll see. I'm hopeful. Uh, Steph to me was definitely in that place though, where you were in, in worrying about his ankles. You did just have that feeling of like, is this just going to be what it is? Is this dude just going to be on that list of ah, oh, if we only could have seen him healthy for a long right. stretch of time? Oh, for and sure. And then he's turned sure, into who sure. he turned into. You know, bro, they yeah. were at such a loss with Steph's ankle that Mark Jackson had uh, preachers pouring holy water on it. Like, like right. they went that route. Well, he's it. also Mark Jackson, yeah. though. He might have did that <laughs> earlier. Yes, yeah, hey, Steph, Steph signed up for it too. Mark Jackson was. A some rogue agent here, right. bro. Yeah, 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 Steph, right, yeah, yeah. Steph laid that ankle out for the lower two, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. Hey, and, I, and, and thank God, you know what I'm saying, he was listening to their prayers. Steph, for sure, it, it wasn't like, Appreciate I told y'all that. how I got drive-by baptism, right? 
It was like no, because my, 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 my parents were not religious, but my grandparents, my Italian grandparents, you know, Catholic from New Jersey immigrant. Yeah, they was gonna make sure you didn't burn. And in so the that was literally they would come <laughs> over and they would take me for a walk, like while my parents would um would like you know just hang out and put groceries away, you know whatever. And my grandpa called like a nearby Catholic church and was like. I'm in a dire straits. Like I need to, <laughs> I need, I need your help. And he fully like they just put me in the stroller, walked me over to the church, had me baptized, had me back home like a half hour later. <laughs> Didn't tell my parents about it you. until I was older. It was like just so you know, we do have insurance in case something happens to it. <laughs> I, I I respect that. I respect that move, dog. You know what I mean? Yes. I know they they, they they loved your parents and all that shit. They had respect for what they got going on. But look, that's their grandchild. We gonna make sure he take care of. <laughs> hey, I might be that nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, if I believed in the Lord to that level, yeah. for sure, we drive drive by and baptize it. My, ch- my, ch- my <laughs> right. Ch- All right, hey, show. we are uh, live on Amazon Amp. If anyone's got questions uh, for us or uh, jokes, throw them in the chat. Uh, Jackson will let us know if anyone's got anything. I just want to whip through these playoff series now that they're. Mostly set. Obviously, we still don't know who the eight seeds are. Won't know till Friday night. But I don't think anyone sees the Nuggets and Bucks and thinks that um, anything that's happening on Friday night is changing the results of those series. So let's go ahead and kind of jump thing. into the, the the playoff preview in the West. Nuggets versus the eight. I, you know, I'm curious about this Denver Nuggets team because there's a lot of statistical trends we talked about that would suggest that they're. Um, going to potentially be an underperforming one seed. You certainly have not heard them talked about the way that the Bucks or a traditional one seed would be talked about. And you know, I've I've gotten a chance to watch a couple of their games as the season is closing out. I love the way they play defense, even though it has not shown up um, necessarily in in uh, the stats. Um, and I, I do wonder if this is a team that has been overlooked um even though it's weird to say that about a one seed but what what do you guys think i I think we all feel like they come out of the opening round pretty easily but what do you think the long-term chances are for the denver nuggets um i don't see them coming out the west i i can i see them possibly going to the western conference finals um i i I just still think that they're you know one piece of of, a a guy or two away like we discussed last time i think the perimeter defense is something that they need to um to prioritize you know we've got the homie Peyton Watson who who's been looking phenomenal there but you know he's, he's still a rook you know still a young and I'm not going to put the you, you know the a fucking franchise's championship hopes on that kid no but 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 you, you, but, but to, j- to jump in on what you just said and I know from what I know his family was hearing he was drafted because of what you just said he right, was drafted exactly. because Defense. they didn't feel like they had a stopper and they didn't feel like they had the mentality of a stopper aside from the f- actual ability to, <laughs> to do it. So yeah, I think you're right on there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't think the, the nuggets are a quote unquote fraud. I just don't, I just don't think they're there yet, you know, and that's, and damn near every team isn't there yet. That's like, like not really a knock on the nuggets. So, but it's wild. You said it. I, I mean, I, I agree with you completely, but it's wild. Like, they have Joker, Murray, and MPJ, and you still a guy or two away, nigga. It might not happen for y'all, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck else you want? You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, bro. But yeah, I just, I don't, I don't, I, I could see them make it to the Western Conference Finals too, but I just don't see it, see them winning. You know what I'm saying? Especially with you know KD now going 
playing well, for, let's, playing let's, let's, like let's, right, let's game, jump so. to the four versus the five because most likely for them to even just Cooking. get to the conference finals, they're going to have to get through the Suns because you got the Suns versus the Clippers. It's, all, it's, it's not going to happen. I, do you, would you pick would all, either y'all pick the Suns over the over the uh, Nuggets or pick the Nuggets over the Suns? Um, you know, I'm I'm still at the point where, of course, you know, KD is is the most plug and play fucking guy in NBA history, right? You plug him in a system and he seamlessly adjusts, but, you know, I still feel like oftentimes, you know, you you still need like a whole season in jail to really get that chemistry going, so... So I'm 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 a bit skeptical on the Suns, you know. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they win it all, and I wouldn't be surprised if they go out second round either. For sure, you know? Yeah, I think that's going to be a hell of a series. Um, I do think that that's what's going to happen. I, you know, the I think the Clippers may have been my preseason pick to come out of the West, but I just don't see that happening against the Suns without Paul George. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I, to your point, Tyler, did has Kevin Durant played nine games with the Suns? I think <laughs> so. I think something like that. It's not exactly a full season. The flip side of that argument is they are nine and zero when he does <laughs> when he does suit up and play. So. <laughs> And like 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 we said, like he's the most you know plug and play fucking player in NBA history. If anybody can make it work in nine games, it's him, and it has worked so far. You know what I'm saying? This isn't Kyrie and Luca. You know what I mean? Like this is a guy who can go and play in any fucking system. You know what I mean? And do exactly what he does because he can get thirty off of eleven fucking shots, bro. You know what I mean? Has a ball for four minutes in the game, drop 30 on a motherfucker. Like, he's just so fucking efficient. You know what I mean? And they have a coach. And, yeah, so. And they have, and they have a real coach. Right. And they, they got a, they are already a solid, solid foundational team. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, they have a good team. I don't even, I don't think the the the, the uh, Clipper series will even go to PG coming back. I don't think PG will make it back, bro. They're going to they get agree. him out there nice and Nice and uh, stealthily yeah. with the little five game series, probably. You know what I mean? Okay, so we both got, we've all got uh, Nuggets and Suns. Um, the more interesting West series that I, I, I really do think are close to coin flips um, Grizzlies, Lakers. We talked about it a little bit, but pr- prediction wise, what's, what's your thought? And why don't we throw games on there too? Um, I'm, I'm going to say Lakers and six. I say Grizzlies in six, but I hope the Lakers show up and prove me the fuck wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But like, I would say Grizzlies in six just to be like, yo, this is what I truly, truly think. It, at the end of the season, they haven't looked like a good team to me. You know what I mean? But we'll see. We'll see. The missing, I mean, not them not having Adams is a big deal. It's a huge you know what deal. I'm Especially, best, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, the, you know, having, you know, uh, Jaron Jackson, you know, the defensive player of the year probably. Right. You know, they'll, they'll, they 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 still got some some good defense at the at the cup. For I'll sure. say Lakers in six uh, with with Tyler uh, Kings Warriors probably the first round series that I'm the most excited for. Um, as 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 we mentioned when we were talking to Hanif, the uh, Saturday ABC telecast of Kings Warriors will be the Kings' first time on ABC <laughs> since 2002. You want yeah, to talk about storylines? The two Northern California God. teams. Uh, there is a little bit of spice on that Sacktown versus the Bay shit. <laughs> um, so I'm excited for all that. But how do you guys think this is going to shake out? Who do you think wins that series? I think that's a gentleman's sweep. Warriors in five. You know, it's it's the classic matchup of the fucking season. Uh, champion veterans and the young guys have never been there before. Those and those usually don't go well for the young guys. And that game that the fucking Warriors closed that season, the season out with, with that fifty-five point first quarter, I was like, bro, these motherfuckers are ready. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, man. Um, and you know, we got Wiggins coming back, who was yeah. who was you know by just Huge about every match was their was their second best player last postseason, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, man. I think they're gonna make you know quick work of these boys, but you know, I do think Sacramento gets one, which is which is a good testament to them. You know, first year there, yeah, I, I'm sure they'll be back. Mike Mike Brown got them boys playing, so. You know, there's there's nothing to be ashamed of for the ass whoop y'all are about to get. <laughs> Hold sure. your head high. I, I'll give them two wins. I think it's I think it's uh, Warriors and six. And I like Wiggins coming back. Like Wiggins, like you said, was the second best player last year. You know, what I'm saying in the finals before he before he left. You know, during the do the family issues, he was having a better season than he had the year before when he was an all star. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, dude, the dude, the dude's a hooper. So big difference on the defensive and offensive end. So yeah, man, I, I just I think you know the, the the Kings had a great season. I don't think they're they're like they're ready to beat a Warriors team that is this season. Yeah. You know where this is their season. They're playing for the playoffs, bro. You know I, what I mean? I, it don't matter where they land either. They're that good. I will say if the, if if it does end up being a gentleman sweep for the Warriors, it will be the biggest indictment of the NBA regular season you could possibly have. The Kings one of the most fun storylines of this regular season. The Warriors basically just waiting for the playoffs. You know, I mean, I mean, literally like Wiggins. Steph was hurt. They were for dealing sure, with but some, and then, yeah, but then like Wiggins there. dealing with the family the, yeah. stuff that he's been dealing yeah, with. Yeah. Like the team clearly told him, like, "Hey, man, take as much time as you want until we're playing games that really count, and then we'd love to have you back." Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Like that, and sure. I think that's the right approach from the team's perspective. But I do also think it tells you exactly what everyone feels, which is, "Hey, it only matters if we get to Game Seven. You know, <laughs> we're not planning on getting to game seven. So don't worry right. about it. We'll, we'll, we'll play in whatever seed we're in. Um, I'm going to go the other direction just because I have really enjoyed watching the Kings this season. And I'll say the Kings in seven before they get, uh, knocked the fuck out of the, <laughs> out of the conference semifinals. <laughs> but intellectually, I would just say I agree with everything y'all are saying. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We we're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installation, or cleaning. Angie has simplified finding help for home projects. And just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service projects from start to finish. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. 
Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Um, okay, we flip over to the East. Um, Bucks versus A seed. Are, are, do we all still feel like the Bucks are our pick? Yes, I, I think the Bucks. I think the Bucks are sweeping whoever they see in, in that matchup. I think that you know they're one of those teams who are just you know. You, you you know you talked about how how if the Warriors win that might be an indictment on the regular season. This is a team that has had their foot on the gas all fucking regular season, right? This is a team that has been. This is what they have been fucking waiting for, and I think they're going to beat the shit out of a lot of motherfuckers this postseason. They might not lose a game to the motherfucking uh to the to the conference fi- the finals, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we might not see them truly tested. I mean they're they're they're, they're bro they're 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 they're, they're so fucking good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I, there's there's no chance that they that nobody has a chance of winning a single game in in, in this first round against the Bucks. Not I think the other thing, especially when we talk about like the Lakers or, or teams, it, it is a real thing in basketball, especially when teams have that attitude of I'm going to do just enough. Um, okay, we just got to get through this. And these, but the, you know, these Bucks teams have taken on Giannis's personality. That's never been their mentality. Jackson's making fun of me in our our group chat about how frequently I bring it up, but it was like. These dudes were thinking in February about keeping their minutes down. You know what I mean? Like, so I think it's exactly what y'all said. I don't think they're, they want to let it go to a gentleman's sweep. They're, they're, Giannis is like, I've counted the rest days. <laughs> like, I know that whoever. Giannis we- will not see a fourth quarter in this series. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Yeah, you know, I mean. He's going to drop 25 and 13 right. in three quarters and sit his ass the fuck down. Um, Celtics Hawks. Uh, I, I just want to, you know, give a shout out that 2008, the weirdest seven game series in the history of the NBA playoffs where it was seven consecutive blowouts, but it went to seven games. Shar uh, and I went to two of those games, one in Atlanta, one in Boston. Super, super fun series. I'll always root for the Hawks against the Celtics because of that, but I don't see them having a shot in fucking hell in that series. No, yeah, they're going to get no their ass beat real bad. <laughs> they're going to get punished, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be. Uh, Josh Smith is not walking through that door. Dog, you know what I mean? <laughs> See, leave, them, leave them at the crib, dog. You feel what I'm saying? It's going to be a war. <laughs> and it's going to be one-sided, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think for the reasons that Jackson has outlined of why he doesn't trust the Sixers between the Stars record in the playoffs and the coaches record in the playoffs, I, you know, Sixers, Nets, I don't think the Nets – are getting them out of there, but but uh, the Sixers are collapse prone potentially. Do you think we have any action in that series? Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> bro. This might be this might be. Just, I mean, this will be this will, this will be just as easy as any Buck series. It might be easier. <laughs> that Nets team ain't the Nets team that made the. This what Cool said. This shit. Cool said it. This ain't that Nets team. You know what I mean? That's KD's Nets team that's in the playoffs, and KD ain't there. Neither is Kyrie, bro. They about to get baked, dog. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think the Nets might steal one, maybe even two, because I feel like 
you know, the emergence of Macau Bridges as this fucking offensive phenomenon and, and fucking, you know, the way Cam Thomas has been blown that, that you might not really fully know how to scheme against these guys just yet as, as, as the guy for the team. So I think they might be able to sneak one or two maybe, but it's, I don't think it's going to be, you know, competitive at all. Um, do we enjoy the two? Did, two if they win two, that's a competitive series, though. They, they're six game series all the time that you know, you yes, know, weren't competitive. You know what I'm saying? There's so gentlemen sweeps, and then there's like uh, there's there's something past gentlemen sweep that's a six game that's never in doubt. That's a that, that's always a phrase I use <laughs> when I'm watching when I'm writing about a game where you knew who was gonna win the whole time, and it's like. Bro, I know it was a two-point game in the fourth quarter, but th- this shit was never in fucking doubt. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're just like, all right, let's play basketball for real. Right, right, guys. right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What, did we enjoy the uh, Coos uh, Dinwiddie thing, or should we leave that in the offseason because the real fucking playoffs are on now? What do we think? <laughs> no, that was, I, I love messy shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, love seeing, I love seeing drama. Lay that shit all out. I loved it, man. I, I, I loved it. I hate that Dinwiddie came across to me like I know, like like you said, Koo seems messy. Then when he came across as petty, but not the petty that's funny to me. You know what I mean? Like he was like, to it me, like it was like there's legit re- dislike there, right? Like like dislike, dislike, and and and, and Koo's made some good points, and I'm like, damn, bro, like you know, like I played with him for a while, and we know, and it wasn't a good experience. You did not play well. That's you know, that's the one time I've seen did what he play on the one team I've seen him play on where he just did, was not looking like himself. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. It, then when he came out not looking like the Denver that y'all love, man, I hated seeing that, G. He got smoked. Yeah. Like, 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 Kuz, to Kuz did a little light shot. Like, they don't even play winning basketball, jokingly, right? And then he came with some personal shit. And Kuz came with a fucking scroll <laughs> of shit. Well, nigga, let me tell you about yourself. Whip that motherfucker out, you know what I'm saying? And had bullet points of why, you know, why you ain't, you shouldn't be talking to me, nigga. And yeah, bass <laughs> coming at the end. You know what I'm saying? While your stock is down, mine is up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Call them broker then, basically. No, man, shit crazy, bro. I hated seeing it. Hated seeing it. Um, all right, last series we haven't talked about, uh, the 4-5 in the East, Cavs, Knicks. Um, curious for your guys' thoughts on that series. That's going to be fun. I, I think that, um, you know, Mitchell versus Brunson, that's going to be really, really fucking fun. Um, that, that is, that is legit the, the one series I have no idea how it's going to go. Um, I'm, I'm leaning calves, but I don't know, man. I think, I think, I think we might get seven games out of that one. I hope we get seven games out of that. That's yeah. going to be a, that's going to be a real war. That's going to be a, like, you know what I mean? Back and forth. That'll be fun, bro. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I don't I don't I don't know who wins. I guess I'll say I guess I'll say Cavs and six Cavs and six Cavs and seven. You know what I mean? But that Knicks team, bro, like when they on, you know what I'm saying? And Jalen Brunson, I can't but bro, like, we're talking Jalen Brunson was a surprised me last year with the math. I'm like, oh, why is he? He's I knew he's a good player, but no, he's he's a that, this nigga like that. He ready for the big time, you know what I mean? And this year, like, bro, like he's Taking three steps, you know what I mean. Like it's it, it's 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 he's so fun to watch, you know what I mean. So yeah, bro, I I I, I don't know, bro. I, I think the Knicks can beat them in six or can go the other way. I don't know, but I'm I'm gonna say Cavs in six. All right, uh, that's our uh, our our playoff preview. Very excited, what, Mike. To see you the didn't make your pick. Out. Oh, on that one, um, yeah, I take the Cavs. I, I, I the 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 Knicks have been enjoyable to watch. I take Cavs in six for me. I I, I like that Cavs team. Um, that's our playoff preview. Uh, before we get out of here, I have to talk to y'all about. I didn't even follow the back and forth, man. I, I haven't been on online enough to follow the back and forth. But um, conservative white guys are forsaking Bud Light 
<laughs> is this going on? This is like uh, this is this is like the this must be like truly eating. The, this must be harder than giving up football, bro. You know, like I can't. <laughs> I, I saw it's a video of Kid Rock shooting at a, a a bunch of Bud Light cans. They're smashing Bud Light with steamrollers and shit, which must have no. been the nastiest smelling <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> Where the fuck do you even get a steamroller from, bro? Like. <laughs> But I don't know. I I don't even know the background story. There, I think that Bud Light put like rainbows on their can for Pride Month or something. Is that what the fuck happened? They had. I think they have a, a trans. Is it a trans? I don't know if it's a trans woman, woman or man, but somebody a trans like brand ambassador. Oh, okay. So one of their ba- brand ambassadors was trans, and you know all these fucking weirdos came out yeah. and was mad. You know, like you know, Bud Light's I mean? gone so, woke. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> the gay agenda. I'm telling y'all. Shit, man, dog, it's make but Bud Light nasty. Y'all like Bud Light? It's it's good trash beer. <laughs> I mean, if I'm gonna drink trash beer, I'd, I'd rather go hipstery and drink a PBR, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'll, like, I'll take Bud Light over PBR any day, dog. But both of them nasty as hell to me. I, I don't, I can't really tell the difference. You know what I mean? It's nasty, bro. But yeah, man, it's it's, it's silly shit. Kid, kid Rock, my God, bro. They pulled up. They they pulled receipts too, like. He was he was he was like at a, a drag show, you know what I'm saying? Like like bro, like when did you become this fucking weirdo, dog? You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, he was always a weirdo. I never fucking get right. I, I'm not, let me not. I wasn't. You like, were never bawling with the bar to bang the bang diggy. <laughs> no, no, I was never a fan of that bullshit. But you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't know you was this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Goodness gracious. It's like a it's like a yeah. funny like a guy who is doing a bit, but then he starts believing the bit. You know, like like yeah, how uh, like how Married with Children starting out as like a satire of Al Bundy, and then it turned into like Al Bundy. <laughs> like, <laughs> he started shooting them, that that American flag into his veins, right. nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. He, started fucking <laughs> hooking up on that racism, and <laughs> ain't been the same since, nigga. <laughs> All right. Well, you know that's it's it's a tough divorce, man. You know them losing Bud Light. <laughs> You know, pray, prayers down. <laughs> Y'all really think Bud Light's good beer? Like that's no, I don't I, think it's I, good beer. I just think no. it's their. That's their like that. That's yeah. the, that's their. I like. I think the whole thing that I read was Bud Light was trying to um, have like a less fratty, broy, rednecky image or something, <laughs> and everyone took offense to it. Which I will say, Bud Light, like yeah, that's your image because that who loves Bud Light, bro. <laughs> bro, I didn't like beer till I was 28 because I was drinking Bud Light. Every time I go to, we was, you know, I was a broke nigga, and all my friends was broke as fuck. You know what I mean? I go to parties and they don't have like Bud Light, and that's why I didn't like it because I trust them. Like, y'all, you really like this shit? Not until we went to New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? We had an abita. I'm like, oh, beer kind of yeah, good. Then I started drinking yeah. other shit, and I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? This shit kind of good. I should, I, my, they, I didn't not like beer. I didn't like Bud Light, nigga. That shit trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's all the time we got for today. We'll be back on Sunday night to talk uh, the first games of the first round. Uh, Excited to talk to you guys Sunday night after we had a chance to see game one of every series. So we will see y'all then. Bye. 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 This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride 
the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 